Hi, and welcome to Candidly Single Mom. I am your host, Janine, your girl. And as always, I am so excited to come on again this week with a new series that we are focusing on. Now, of course, as I launched this podcast, my first series was focusing on speaking with people who have been raised in single mom households. And I had such amazing conversations with everybody, including my own son, just to get their perspective, their reflections on how they grew up in a single mom household and how it really affected them uh, to be who they are today. It was a lot of insight. It was a lot of great takeaways. And even, uh, dare I say, we had some moments of counseling or just um, light bulb moments that went off with some of my guests. So if you have not gone back and listened to some of those conversations, I highly encourage that you do. And so we're starting a new series. We are really jumping right into it. We are going to talk about dating as a single parent. And I think that this is a conversation that we should have because a lot of people kind of jump into dating, kind of jump into building or establishing a relationship as a single parent, as a single mother, a single father, without really taking a step back to ask necessary questions that will help them really have good relationships and possibly a good marriage. Um, for me, it, it was something that I needed to do to heal from the ending of one relationship, which was a marriage, um, and to really find myself again before I could even entertain the thought of dating. You know, I wasn't even thinking about that when my marriage ended. I really was thinking like self-preservation. I was thinking survival mode. I was thinking, okay, this is a new chapter of going on a journey of single parenthood. I'm raising two young kids by myself. I'm broken. I'm, I'm in despair because this relationship ended in the way that it did. And how am I supposed to raise these kids? So me even considering being open for a romantic relationship, open for dating was not even on the radar. But I knew even though my marriage that I was in was not healthy and it ended, that I was made for marriage. I am a wife and I knew that one day I wanted to be married again. And for me to even entertain the thought of dating someone with the potential of it forming into relationship and hopefully marriage, that there's some work I needed to do for myself. So in the five years or so, and gosh, y'all, I don't even remember. I'm trying to think. I don't remember the year that I got divorced. <laughs> I hate to say that. I don't keep up with that date. Um, but I would say maybe it was a good five years and probably more if we're talking about um, time now that I took the time to heal. Not only did I have to heal from the things that happened in the marriage that really um, affected me emotionally, mentally, um, spiritually, dare I say, um, but I also had to really find myself again. And I think with anybody who was in or has been in a long-term relationship or whether they have been in a marriage, you know, you talk about the two becoming one. And the tearing of two people going in two different directions, leading their own separate lives was a painful process. And having to understand who is Janine outside of being white, you know. And so I really had to sit with myself and just process through the pain, 
process through the current reality of where I am and even where I want it to be, what I want it for my children, what I want it for my family, and then what I want it for myself. And um, a lot of the healing really, you know, people talk about going to counseling and um, I'm a not a licensed counselor, but I do have a master's as a professional counselor, so I get it and I highly recommend for people to go to counseling, you know, whether you're married, going through the process of divorce, um, in the process of divorce, as a single parent, healing from divorce, um, even as a family unit, like me and my children have been to therapy, to counseling, I'm a big proponent on it. But for me, it wasn't um, that I went to counseling to uh, really heal. It was more of a God thing. You know, I really just drowned myself in God and just gave my heart over to him. And my heart was in all these different broken pieces. And he really healed me, you know, and, and I began to understand who I am as an individual. Um, my self-esteem, you know, I had low self-esteem because it was such a dysfunctional relationship that uh, for so long, because I was married eight years, I thought that that was normal. So even as I related to other people, there was a set of dysfunction because of what I was experiencing at home in a marriage. And so coming out of that, coming out of saying, wait a minute, that wasn't normal what I just experienced. That was a lot of dysfunction. That was a lot of hurt. That was a lot of just craziness that was going on. And this is really the way that you interact with people. This is really who you are, Janine. These are the things that you love. You used to love to do this. You used to love to do that. You know, um, laughing again and just being happy and satisfied in myself, in my skin, how I look, you know, because really um, when you're in a marriage and there's infidelity, you start comparing yourself to the women that your ex was hanging out with. Let's just say hanging out, which, you know, was more than that. But um, understanding that, you know, I'm pretty enough, I'm desirable enough, you know, because I didn't believe that when I was in the marriage and all of that dysfunction. So there's a lot of things, a lot of layers that I needed to pull back and examine, a lot of healing that I needed to do, a lot of um, introspection and just coming back to myself, my identity and being strong in who I am. And I'll tell you, and I'm kind of circling back um, because, you know, the whole marriage really was dysfunctional. And I remember one year where we separated, he walked out on me. I had my son, my firstborn, didn't know what I was doing with this baby. And here I am, you know, by myself, my husband just left, um, having this thought like, who would want me? Who would want someone who has a kid? And thinking that that's the way that people think. And really, you know, I was justifying a reason of getting back into a relationship that should not have been. But when I think back on it, I'm so grateful because now I have my daughter. But I had that thought that because I am a single mom, that nobody would want to date a single mom. Nobody would want to bring on um, or to entertain someone who has children. You know, thinking that that person would consider my children as baggage. And unfortunately, there are people out there that think that way. Um, shame on them. But, you know, I didn't fully realize that there are people that truly, you know, love a person for who they are. And that love can extend to um, embracing that their children as well. And these are all thoughts that I had to kind of remove, 
you know, unpluck the false thoughts, the negative thoughts, you know, things that I, I thought and criticized myself for and having to insert, you know, the things that um, were lovely, you know, the, the thoughts that God has of me and about me and embracing that and believing that for myself. And so, like I said, it was a good five years. And even to this day, there's still certain things that I've recognized that I need to kind of go back to the drawing board in order to kind of reconcile within myself to make sure that I'm ready to fully date, that I'm ready to fully get into a romantic relationship and fully ready to, you know, embrace marriage. Because, again, you know, I believe that I'll be married again and that's something that I desire. And for me to even say that I desire marriage took me a long time to say that and to and to really even speak it out loud because I felt like I wasn't good enough for marriage, you know? So, you know, as a single parent, ending the relationship with the person that you've had children with and jumping straight into another relationship definitely is not healthy. I always stress, highly stress that that time that you've ended the relationship to the time to where you entertain the thought of dating um, and putting yourself back out there should be an extended period of time to allow you to heal. It is so necessary. Whatever it takes, go to counseling, um, pray, read your word, figure out who you are. And not only figure out who you are, but what you stand for. What are your values? What do you look for in a mate? And not be superficial. You know, he doesn't need to have a certain type of clothing aesthetic or, or whatever. You know, like the core things. Things that I didn't ask my husband or look for in my husband when I was dating him. You know, I was young and I didn't know any better. But now that I'm older and know better, there are certain things that I know to ask. And there are certain values and there are certain standards and non-negotiables that I know that this is, you know, these are the things that I look for. These are the things that I'm saying, no, if you're coming to me, you know, with this type of um, attitude or presentation, then the answer is no. I'm not open to having conversation. I'm not open to dating because I started to realize my self-worth, that I am worthy, that I am a queen, that I am a wife, and I'm deserving of marriage. I'm deserving of being in a, a happy, loving relationship, and I've never had that. And so as I begin to realize that, I begin to start writing out things of what I've looked for in a mate, my non-negotiables, my values, my standards, and even looking at working on myself. Because, you know, being in a marriage, it wasn't always, you know, my ex-husband that was in the wrong. There were certain things that I did in that marriage that hurt him as well. And so I had to say, okay. There's certain things that, um, personality traits that I need to work on. There's certain things that I need to work on, uh, to build good character and, you know, integrity, you know, to be open, um, and, and able to love somebody. So in all that time, you know, which is five plus years, if I can remember, um, that's what I was doing. And not only that, I was really establishing, um, a loving, structured, home for my kids because we started walking into a new normal, which is me being the only parent for the majority of the time they would be with me and making sure that my children were okay. And once I got to that place, then I started saying, okay, now I'm open to dating. 
and 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 once you begin to heal and once you begin to understand who you are and really own it um and it's not owning who you are but owning who God says you are i believe that you start attracting people to you you know that things start working to to the point to where people can say oh she's ready she's open for relationship she's open for conversation because i used to shy away from guys that would try to talk to me because I was nowhere near ready, you know, opening up that door of dating or getting to know the opposite sex in um, with the potential of being in a relationship. And so I would shy away from that, you know, because there's still things I needed to work on. But once I got to that place, um, you know, then I started being a little bit more open. I understood, you know, how to really kind of let people know I might be interested, having conversations. And I will never forget, and, you know, it was a guy I dated um, and it really, he said we were dating, but I really felt like we were hanging out more like friends because I knew, um, based on some of our initial conversations that it wasn't really going to go any further, but I was so grateful for him because, you know, you have to understand you're in a marriage for eight years. You've never really dated our relationship in that marriage was really dysfunctional. So there was no like date your wife kind of thing going on. None of that. And so I didn't know how to date. And for my, you know, good guy friend that came in and, and we just happened to meet and just connect. And, um, you know, he would take me out to dinner. He would take me out to the movies. Um, and we would just do fun things. And he was like, yeah, Janine, we're dating, but we were really dating as friends. But the one thing that he showed me was the way that I should be treated and deserve to be treated. He would open doors for me. You know, he was just very mindful and very respectful of me. He would pay for meals, you know, and so those were things that I didn't realize. And this is because, y'all, you have to understand, dysfunctional marriage relationship, didn't really know the rules of dating. It had been so long that I was just trying to understand, okay, these are the rules of dating. And even though it was just a good friendship and one to this day, like if I was to ever call him, it's been some time, like we would just step right back into a good friendship. Um, but I really respect him and I admire him for just showing me the way that I deserve to be treated. And so when I get into um, situations where people are interested in dating me, you know, I kind of use him the way that he did um, treated me on dates as a litmus test um, to know whether or not this other person that's interested, you know, let me be open to um, let's go out on a date. And see how, you know, he's going to treat me. And if he doesn't, you know, do the things that would be um, showing that he respects me, then that's a no, a no for me. Or even just having the phone conversations and, and the stuff that that person is saying to let me know, oh, okay, we can have good dialogue, good conversation. Yeah, you know, I might entertain the thought of going out on a date. But that all tied into me having those standards, that all tied into me having the work done as far as healing, the self-confidence, understanding who I am and what I want for my life and a vision for my life, and even understanding the vision of the relationship and marriage that I'm looking for and being very intentional with that. Um, and so, you know, another thing that I did or have done um, is actually take a course. You know, it was a course for singles, you know, ready to date and ready for marriage and taking, I think it was like a three-month course. Um, I don't know how many weeks, but it was really um, eye-opening to me because it was a biblical perspective and just trying to get back to the original intent 
of what God instituted in marriage and understanding the value that God has put on marriage, the high regard that God has put on marriage. And that just helped me understand, okay, I can't just be out here dating just random people. You know, I really have to be more intentional in who I date and why I'm dating and what I'm looking for and being okay as a female to wait, you know, and not be the one that's pursuing or not be the one that is putting myself out there because I'm lonely and I just want somebody near me and, you know, hug and love on me or look at other people who are in relationships and um, feel jealous about that or feel like I'm being looked over. And so it just dug a little bit deeper in honoring the institution of marriage. And um, and that was such a powerful course that I took, you know, and the takeaways that I took, it just added another layer. And it added another layer of uh, even confidence in who I am because I'm not going to settle. You know, I've already been through um, a marriage that because I was young, I thought that I could grow him to be who I wanted him to be. And that's the honest truth. But, you know, that was in my um, not being um, as mature, you know, in my immaturity. But just understanding these are the things that I need to look for and and understanding who I am. And this is what God has instituted. So I need to take it as serious as God um, has and honor it as much as God does. And so that just adds the the layer for me to say, okay, I'm I'm willing to be waited, you know, to wait for whoever it is that God has in mind for me and not put myself out there and not, you know, randomly date people or not settle because, you know, I desire to be married so much. I'm just going to settle for someone. And that results in me even saying no, you know, to people and um, situations where I've had um, pastors try to, you know, hook me up and connect with someone and just having a conversation with that person, I'm like, nah, that's that's not it. You know, I, I'm not going to waste their time and you're not going to waste my time. And um, just being strong enough to, you know, um, just stepping away, you know, of people that I know that, that are just not in that place where I need them to be because I've worked on myself, but I they need a little bit of work on themselves. Um, and again, not rushing into anything. So, that is where I am. That is kind of, you know, my short dating story. Um, I did, you know, have an opportunity to date someone that was a great individual. Um, and really, even with my kids kind of being around, um, he got to meet my children. And we've always had dialogue as far as my children, myself, just the person that I was dating and just getting there. I understanding our thoughts on that person and checking in with them as well. And even talking to my kids about dating now because they're older, they're teenagers, and um, just seeing how they feel about their mom dating. You know, how do you feel about that? What are your thoughts? And they're very open to that. You know, I think they want to see me um, in a relationship, you know, and if my daughter was on here, she would tell it. She wants me to get married because she wants a baby sister. And I'm telling her, wait a minute, slow down. She actually told one of my pastors um, that um, that was recently. She said, you know, I want a baby sister. And I'm looking at her, you know, like, okay, slow down, slow down. I don't know if that's going to happen. You know, there's first things first. But, you know, being surprised that they're open to that and they're open to meeting, you know, anybody that I'm dating, that I'm considering 
um, building a relationship with and just even waiting uh, between the time of initially meeting someone and dating them for them to meet my children. And so there's a lot of things that I've done for myself, you know, and uh, books that I've read on dating because I'm all about preparing myself and working on myself in this meantime because I want to be able to be the best for the other person and I want the other person to be the best for me. And so there's so many things that, you know, along with me just being the best person and working on myself, but just knowing that I have children that I'm responsible for and wanting to make sure if something was to blossom and it was to turn into marriage, that that person not only loves myself, but loves my children as their own. And I have to lead with that and I have to keep be mindful of that as well, because it is not just me that that person would be dating. It's my children as well. And so with that being said, I do want to recommend a book. This was a book that I had to read when I was in school for um, becoming a professional counselor. And it was very interesting read. It is like one of the books that I reference every once in a while. Um, I kind of talked about dating in my group, Single Parents Strong, and some of the things that we should look for, um, some of the warning flags, and just how to prepare ourselves to be open to dating and to start the process of dating. And this book really was one that I use as reference. It is called Dating and the Single Parent. It is by Ron Deal. And, you know, maybe some of you might think this is extra that I'm considering and doing all these things as far as taking courses as far as um, reading books, as far as writing a vision. But I'm telling you, you know, depending on what the end result is that you want and that you desire, all of this stuff is necessary. All of it is necessary. And that is what I believe, and I'm going to stick to it. So I'm going to actually put this book in the show notes. Make sure that you go in the show notes to um, click the link to get this book. I recommend this book for every single parent, whether you're a single mom or if you're a single father, single dad, that you should read this book. And then also take into consideration some of the things that I've done. You know, the course that I took, which was amazing. And then, you know, if you're just coming out of relationship, single mom or single dad, if you're ending that relationship with the person that you have children with, don't jump into anything. Make sure that you take the time to heal and get to know yourself and be assured of who you are and what you're worthy of and deserving of before you jump into getting back into that dating pool and in a relationship. You never want to um, jump into a relationship based on the feeling of being lonely. Feelings come and go. And so one day you might be lonely and you jump into something and you have a regret. Um, and then there's this big mistake that you've made. And then your children, you know, they see all these different people coming in your life because you're not really understanding yourself and your value. So I'm telling you, if you just take the step back and do some of the work, and it's not going to be easy, it is going to be hard. Believe me, the five plus years, you know, it was not um, an easy road for me, but I'm telling you, I'm in such a better place, you know, in who I am and what I'm deserving of that... um that I will never settle. I will never settle. And so that leads me to be more open to dating the right people and even in the dating process of saying no to the people that, you know, I've dated and it's not going to work out and being okay with walking away. And so um, I wanted to share just a little bit of my story, um, some of my 
journey when it comes to preparing myself to date, preparing myself um, for courting, for a romantic relationship, preparing myself for marriage, because really for me, that is the end result. That is what I desire. Um, I feel a lot stronger than in who I am and knowing what I want. And it comes with peace for me. And I can tell you that wholeheartedly, I sit in a place of peace. And, you know, I pray like, God, you know, I, I do desire to be married, but it's not a... Um, an overwhelming desire, like I'm not begging for it. Like I know it will come. I, you know, and and so I think that if you do the work and if you take a step back and you just pull back the layers and you take the journey of healing, whatever it is that you need, and even involving people that you trust to kind of help you on that journey, because I am a big proponent of community. I'm a big proponent of village. I'm a big proponent of mentorship of having somebody in your life that can mentor you and can speak into your life. Do all of that. Do all of that. And so with that being said, I have amazing friends of mine that I will be having this conversation with in the next couple of episodes. And we're going to talk about their dating journey. And we're going to talk about the things that worked for them and what they did. And maybe some of the things that didn't work out and some of the lessons that they've learned when it comes to dating as a single parent. And I believe... I really don't want to give it away, but I'm going to give it away. I believe everybody that I'm going to be talking to, they're all married um, and their families are blended um, or they're married and, you know, the person that they married didn't have any children. So it's very interesting to see um, what they did from dating as a single parent to moving into serious relationship and marriage. And so I just want to encourage you to, not only subscribe to Candidly Single Mom, but to also like 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 the podcast and also share it with other single parents because I think that we all need to have these conversations with ourselves and do the work within ourselves, but then also just get um, insight on other people's journeys. You know, I, I believe it just encourages us. And with some of the interviews I've had, it encouraged me. And there's some takeaways that I've, I'm like writing down as I'm talking to some of my friends um, because there's some things that they've done that I haven't done or thought of. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's so neat. Let me write this down because I think that that is a good value add for me to kind of um, add to what I need to do to kind of make myself better or make myself presentable, you know, or be more prepared. So again, you know, I just wanted to thank you guys for listening. I'm excited. This series is going to be amazing. Uh, The person that I'm interviewing next week, you're going to love it. So make sure that you listen in. Um, You can find this podcast on any of your popular podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes that come out. And of course, every episode is dropped live Um, 12 noon every Wednesday, and I usually post this on my social media channel, so if you're not following me, I encourage you to follow me at Janine Elizabeth on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and I will definitely post when an episode becomes live so you can listen to it. So subscribe, share, like, follow me on social media, and then also if you're interested in the book Dating and the Single Parent, I will make sure that I have this link for you to purchase it. 
I'm telling you, if you're a reader and if you're a single parent, this is one book that you need to have in your library. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening. Wherever you are in the world, whatever time it is in in the world where you are, thank you again, and we'll be talking soon. Take care.